Koppel, host of the Time for Coffee podcast, where you get firsthand career advice into the jobs and industries that interest you the most. And before we start today's show, I have a quick favor to ask you. If you haven't already, I'd be incredibly grateful if you give us a rating and a review on iTunes. And if you're like me, you need to do it now because you'll forget later and because it's the best way to help others who may be in search of career advice to find this free resource. So press pause if you haven't done it and do it right now. I'll wait. Thanks so much and enjoy today's show. Hey there, Java Junkies. Welcome to another K-Cup mini episode of Time for Coffee. By the way, K-Cups come in three sizes, single, double, and triple shots, or roughly one minute, five minutes, or ten minutes in length. So if you don't have time to throw back an entire caffeinated career conversation, these K-Cup mini-episodes of T4C can give you a quick caffeinated fix, whether you're on the go or you only have a few minutes to binge. So grab your mug and take a chug, because it's time for a caffeinated career double-shot K-Cup with my guest, Adam Saffer. So... We just wrapped up the espresso shots. And by the way, check out show notes to see if Adam's espresso shots episode has already dropped. But in that, we kicked off with sort of a high level 10,000 foot view of what international development is, because not everybody knows. And certainly when I was a journalist, Adam, and I'm embarrassed to think about it now, Looking back on some of the stories that I did following big natural disasters, I don't think I made a distinction between humanitarian, which is emergency relief, and international development. Could you please give our listeners just a very quick overview of what international development is all about? Well, international development, uh, and you're not that far off on here because you're so sharp, and I'm sure you saw a lot of it in the emergency relief work, that would fall under international development as a part of it. And there are companies that focus on emergency relief for migration issues, for hurricanes and tsunamis, or civil wars and, and internal conflict. Broader, though, international development is, is, is about building the capacity, the competitiveness, and the resilience of developing nations. Of, in the developed world, led by bilateral donors such as the U.S. and England and Spain and Sweden, Norway and Germany, they all have an agency that contributes to helping developing countries. And in the older days, development was purely about human development, you know, political, social and, and economic stability. These days, politics have crept in. So sometimes the countries that are chosen or the work that's being done is it has a political orientation. Obviously, now there's a bit of a cold war or battle between China and, and the rest of the world in terms of who's going to be investing and reaping the benefits of investing in continents like Africa, countries like South Africa and Kenya and Ghana and, and, and so on. But usually international development is comprised of three to five year projects. And these projects are focused on various needs that a country may have. It could be in their educational sector. It could be in their health sector. It could be in the economy. It could be in the policy reform and government capacity, institutional learning, knowledge management. But at the end of the day, 
international development is about trying to improve the livelihoods of the people in frontier and emerging markets. Yes. And you also, in our espresso shots, gave a great overview of frontier markets being those in countries that are super fragile, that really don't have a level of stability to their economies, their education system, their governance versus the emerging markets, which are those just behind what we call first, why am I blanking on this? First world, thank you. First world countries like the United States, Europe, China, and India, some other country. I, actually, I don't know. Is India considered first world? Parts well, of it are. Parts of it are. I think emerging markets are, mar- are countries that you've heard of that are considered developing. It was India. It was China. It was Brazil, Russia, countries that have a decent per capita income, a Fiji, a South Africa, a Kenya, a Ghana, Cambodia, Vietnam, places that, you know, you've heard of people trade, people travel. Um, It's a bit off the beaten path, but for the adventure traveler, that would be fine. A a frontier market, when we're talking about Central African Republic or Togo, Burkina Faso, Papua New Guinea, Guinea in Africa, places that people might not go, Mindanao in the island of the Philippines or uh, parts of Indonesia, parts of remote aspects in Southern Asia, although Sri Lanka is quite large, there's country, you know, Bangladesh, perhaps, or Eritrea or Sudan or countries that are just forming now or reforming. Those are the hardest. Those are countries that do not attract much foreign direct investment. They're looking for aid money, for donor money, for international development to get them up to a base where then they're on the international platform of of trade, of investment, of finance, of of innovation. And so you might have developing countries, depending on their comparative or or competitive advantages, might be doing, because of the cost of labor, might be doing some manufacturing, might be becoming a data center or a call center, might have a particular resource. Afghanistan has a tremendous amount of gemstones, as does Pakistan and, and other places. Certain countries, it's really just, sort of on a, on a continuum from their poverty level and their literacy level up to where we are here today in the U.S. Thanks for tuning in to this K-Cup mini episode of Time for Coffee. If you want to listen to our entire caffeinated career conversation, please check out the show notes for this episode. Thanks so much for listening to this latest episode of T4C. And if you're interested in learning more about my coaching services for confused college students and recent grads, feel free to check out the Time for Coffee website under the coaching tab at time, the number four, coffee.org or text me at 202-236-5712. That's 202-236-5712. Thank you.